It is not right to ask, what is the miracle of Cana? The only question is, who is the miracle of Cana? Turning water into wine, saving the best till last, watching a mother persuade her son, all miss the point. Who is the one who turns water to wine? Who is the one who offers the best last? Who is the one whose mother directs him? Let us make space for the one who is the miracle. Hello, I'm Roddy Hamilton, the Minister of New Kilpatrick Parish, and, and thank you that we have made space for each other to worship today. So wherever you are, welcome to the man's garden in the middle of winter and it's cold. Um, <clears throat> you've watched this over the last few years grow and then die back and grow again but it is really cold today there's frost everywhere but just along there there are snowdrops appearing so if you focus in tight enough you can always see a space for possibility for turning of the seasons of of moments of promise which is where we find ourselves today the first of John's big stories where we gather at the wedding of Cana and that tale of water being repurposed and finding itself renewed as wine is the way the kingdom works. But what does all this mean? That's the question John's story wants us to ask. Loving God, may our being together be a sign of that great feast, that great community of hope and truth and love. May our desire for you be the sign of the kingdom yet to be, shaped by justice and peace and grace. May we turn towards each other and be the sign of a more caring way. May we find the compassion we need in sharing that with our neighbour. May the promise of God be lived here in word and act and faith. And may we be here a sign that points, proclaims, is a prediction of what your kingdom means and will become. Loving God, hear us and forgive us and renew us and reaffirm us as your community, your signposts to love. Our Father, who is in heaven, Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, the power, 
and the glory forever. Amen. This is John's Gospel. So it's a different kind of gospel than all the others. It's written a lot later. It's, there's more theology about Jesus. And that kind of theology has grown up a bit. Things are a little bit more institutionalised. But John is wanting to explore the idea of who this person is called Jesus. What does he mean? So everything has meaning in the story. The story starts with on the third day. And that's not random. The early church will have immediately clocked something about resurrection and new life. It's also a wedding. That's a great image of heaven, the great kingdom feast again. Not just a wedding, but a a picture, a hint. It's a kingdom story full of intrigue and questions. So read this with ears open to all the signs woven into the narrative. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. I picked up a big book to read while I was in holiday a week or so ago. Unfortunately, I didn't finish it and I have less time now to sit down with it and continue reading it. And when I do pick it up, I've almost forgotten who most of the characters are. If I was asked one thing, about one thing that would change the world, I would suggest that every book should have a front page where there's a list of all the characters and how they relate to each other. Or anything that reminds me of who they are because I so often forget who they are, especially the minor ones who, in a surprising twist in the story, eventually plays some significant role in the plot and they seem to appear out of nowhere, but they've had a a role earlier on in the story. A list of who's who would be nice, which is what the wedding in Cana is almost about. Think over it again. And what's the question we ask most? It is possibly, how did he do that? Or a variation on that question. How did Jesus turn that water into wine, that first of his miracles? 
except miracle is not a word John, the Gospel writer, ever uses. There is a lot of focus on the servants, a lot on the relationship with his mother, but one, only one simple line about the water turning into wine, because the miracle isn't important. This isn't a story about how, it's a story about who. Who is this person who does this? Who does this sign point to? What revelation is happening with this character? That's what John is more interested in illustrating. The miracle, if there is one, is just a method to get to the bigger question, who is he? Which is the faith question in all of this. Our faith can often get bogged down in the how. How did the world get created in six days? How did the Hebrews cross through the Red Sea? How did Elijah set fire to the altar in front of the prophets of Baal? How did Jesus feed the 5,000 or cure the leper or roll the stone away? But these really aren't faith questions, they're practical questions. In some way they're the opposite of faith, trying to explain what happens. There's really only one basic faith question. Who is that doing these things? Who is the one this sign points to? And that's the question John is setting up for us in this story. An introduction to the main character. The miracle is almost irrelevant. Don't get caught up in it or try to explain it or rationalise it because that's the wrong question. The real question is who does this sign point to? What is John trying to tell us? What is Jesus saying to us about himself? Who does this sign point to? You know, too often in our faith we get stuck at the sign. And the sign itself becomes the object of adoration. Like the cross. But the cross is just a sign. It points to something beyond itself. Cana teaches us that in almost the first page of John about the main character. So may our faith ask the deeper, more fulfilling questions. Who is this about? Who does this sign point to? Who is this that does all this? Who are we invited to? Thank you. As always, for allowing us to join you in worship today. We have lots of activities happening in the church. Our warm spaces are on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, all those are listed on the website. And we're doing an art class as well every um, few weeks there. That'll appear on the website, on the front page, which has been great. We did the first one last week and it was fabulous. Really good fun. So come along if you can, even especially if you haven't painted before. Um, it's just a, a get-together and we, we pretend we can paint, but we talk, do talk more talking, etc. So come along to that if you can. Midweek service is always on a Wednesday at 11, an easy way back into church, 11 o'clock. Shorter service, some cups of tea, get to know everyone again. And Sunday always, and we have a Sunday evening service as well, every Sunday, which is a variety of different styles that engage with our spirituality. Uh, so please do come along to that. Various other things as well um, happening and these are all in the bulletin which you can get by email or by posted to you or download from the website at nkchurch.org.uk. So please do join us if you can in any of these different ways uh, whenever and wherever you are. But let's continue now with our 
prayers for others, gathering together all our activities and all the concerns we have for our world into our prayers for others. Let's pray. Hospitable God, God of the table, God of the feast, God of the beloved community, as we pray, we look for new life, for renewal and replenishment, for our community and parish and for our world. So may we live out your stories, retell them and enflesh them right where we are. Live in the hope of abundance. Live in the belief of generosity. Live as a sign of these promises for all. So in such hope and within such promises, we pray for our world. In your abundant promise and your renewal of life, we bring all the world's refugees, escaping violence and conflict, environmental damage and natural disaster. We bring those who cannot escape, caught up in authoritarian policies or extreme poverty that locks them into a place they do not want to be. We bring all those in conflict, from Tigray to Yemen, Ukraine to Syria, Haiti to inner cities and ganglines. We bring those unable to find health care and those coping with an unfunded system. For those forgotten by benefits and services and welfare. Loving God, we pray for a wedding feast of new wine. For those whose side you are on. May we bring and be the sign of that. May we point towards the promises you give. May we be the picture here of your kingdom to come. As we bring those we love deepest, our families and friends, those we know who are physically ill, those mentally ill needing peace, those who are grieving and hurting. These are our prayers, our hopes, those who need your signs, your promises, your love now. May we be signposts to that and to them. So be it. Amen. Go in peace. Go gently. Go carefully. Go holding each other. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.